Skip Sabian said, I look forward to seeing that. Nigga, I look forward to seeing you and everybody in this segment walking out the door for the last time never to be seen again. <laughs> Zero range. I'm liking the women's division, especially New Japan, because now um, they're getting actual firepower. Plus, plus, they're actually wrestling. Friends, still employed. Trevor Perretta, still employed. Chuck Taylor, still employed. Dead Housen, still employed. Get him out of here. This is ridiculous. Ridiculous. This is this is where is the logic in this? Where is the logic? So somebody find it, and when you find it, give it to Tony Khan. Lots of rain. episode of life's opening radio rope break and today we're going to review aew revolution and i have my good friend ben charles here um would you like to introduce yourself hello everyone yes this is ben um how you guys doing i hope you all are okay um we're about to review revolution um i already reviewed um dynamite this past week which by the way i could i before we do anything Related to Revolution. I got to talk about this. QT Marshall on AEW Diamond. In the main event segment. Oh, what? It was Wardlow versus Powerhouse Hobbs. Okay, here's the story. Wardlow lost his TNT championship, right? Before the show. It was then announced that Wardlow and Powerhouse Hobbs was going to have a match. At um, Dynamite, right? So, now... At, you know, on dynamite, right? This was this was you know, this was before revolution. This is after revolution, by the way. So, whatever we're talking about, it, it matters here. So, I have this match. It's a any and it's anything goes match. And then the ma- the match was actually good though. Yeah, I, I'll talk. I talked about it on the roundup, which has already been um, you know done yet. I've already talked about it. But here's the thing: QT Marshall came out on this fucking show. In a QTV shirt, he attacked Wardlow with a chair. And I went to myself, are you fucking kidding me? Powerhouse Hobbs can't even win the TNT Championship clean on this fucking show. I was so mad. Get QT Marshall off my fucking TV. Thank you. That's all I got. (laughs) All right, then. Well, with that said... Uh, by the way, I still have to edit and upload the roundup, uh, but I should actually be talking about that in past tense because uh, it's Friday that we're recording this, and this will be out on Sunday, along with certified bangers, which you can check out. By the way, thank you, Ben, for hosting last week's episode. Um, You're welcome. Yeah, um, I was very busy last week, <coughs> and yeah. Um, now let's uh, get back to the meat of the matter, and that is AEW Revolution, which took place in the Chase Center in San Francisco, California, which is, of course, in the United States of America. And it, that took place on Sunday, the 5th of March. By the way, uh, they need to bring back Saturday pay-per-views. 
because uh, it's it's just so weird having it on Sundays. Um, I know people have like football and stuff like that on Sundays, but still, it's Sunday night. People have work the next morning, um, and it's better for me because the pay-per-views on Saturday, at least Sunday, I can watch a match or two. Then that leaves me with less matches to watch during the week. Uh, that's the thing right. that WWE gets right. And then one more thing I have uh, that's a problem with these pay-per-views. Even with New Japan, which we reviewed last week, Battle in the Valley, there are too many matches. Um, and some of them go too long. I, I didn't finish the main event. I just wasn't bothered to finish it. And some... Because <coughs> I know it's an Iron Man match, but... It was like a whole hour Iron Man match, and no, it wasn't. No, it was an hour and an um, hour about fifteen minutes. It was a seventy-five minute match. Fifteen minutes. They went over. Yeah, because it went sun deaf. It went sun deaf. Remember? Oh. Yeah, it went sun deaf. Well, MJF won too. A seventy-five minute Iron Man match. I wasn't, and now that I know that. I thought it was going to be another uh, 45, not, I thought it was going to be another half an hour because I, I watched half an hour of that match. Turns out it was now basically a whole last week's episode that match took. And uh, I mean it wasn't bad but I just wasn't asked to finish the rest of it. Um, but yeah. Uh, finish so the rest of it. Yeah, so uh, that's why Ben is the assistant host. Because if I don't have the notes, he does. And he can go over the rest of the matches. But luckily, I do have uh, matches for all uh, the six other matches. I know there were eight matches. But, yeah, there's one that we're not going to talk about. Um, yeah, and we will get to that, uh, Ben, before you say Don't say anything. Wow. Uh, we all know what that match is, but we won't say it just yet. Uh, <laughs> Involves the trio. No, no, no. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Well, no, trios. I actually did watch that match. It's the other match that we're not going to talk about. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. <sighs> uh, anyway, the first match on this pay per view is absolute Ricky Starks versus Chris Jericho. Um, he started the match, people chanted, Ricky, Ricky. Ricky goes straight for Jericho. Jericho does some chops. Ricky Starks does some does a jumping shoulder tackle, does a dive. Well, that's one dive on this show. One dive. <coughs> they fight on the outside. They get back in the ring. Jericho does some kicks, uh, some chops in the corner. Hammer throws Ricky. Ricky throws some punches. And then uh, Jericho did something like a back elbow tack. It wasn't the Judas effect, but it was like a back elbow tackle. Um, he misses a lion salt. 
uh, but gives uh, Ricky Starks a gold buster on the ropes. Um, by the way, the gold buster, I struggled to know what that was. Um, it was way back um, on Rassin and Logic uh, for the rope break viewers that don't know. Um, I think it was with Cody Rhodes and Darby Allen at Winter's Coming 2020 where um, Cody Rhodes did the gourd buster, but I didn't know what the move was. Um, so then I, I don't think, hold on, I don't think Cody and Darby faced off on that show. Are the, or might have been full gear or something else. Yeah, it was full gear. It was full gear. Oh, yeah. That's, I remember they had a title match for that show. Was a, and it was a good match too. So I mean, yeah. I remember that. Yeah, but he did a. a was it forget? There might have. It might have been another. But I know Cody Rhodes was the one who did it. Might not have been to Darby Allen, but uh, yeah. So I, I was. I basically illustrated Josh with a pillow. You can't see it because of green screen. Um, but I asked him to. Um, I, I illustrated the move with that pillow. I slammed that, did a gold buster on that pillow. <laughs> and then um, Josh explained to me, oh, that's a gold buster. And yeah, um, <laughs> uh, that's that's how I know the move now. I also asked him, because uh, I didn't know what, um, one of John Moxley's moves. He does the X-Plex. Um, is basically a suplex, but then when he lifts him up in the suplex, he literally drops him um, on the back of his neck. On, <coughs> and I think Pete Dunn uh, did it too, uh, a couple times. Uh, so that was an X-play. Yeah, he did actually. And um, I, and Josh, by the way, I gotta talk about Josh. Josh watched the first ten minutes of this match, and he turned the show off. <laughs> yeah, I'm not no. making this up, anybody. He watched the first ten minutes of this pay per view, and he immediately turned it off. That's how much he hates this company. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, I, I, may, I, maybe we'll have him come on here and speak about why he hates AEW. Make maybe we could have him do it extra, cause oh, I, I wouldn't want to sit through that myself. I, I listened to it, uh, but I wouldn't wa want to sit and record it. Cause I, cause last time, when he was went on his whole soliloquy about Jey Uso and all the rest, um, and Sami Zayn, that whole situation, uh, I was literally yawning. I was so tired. Um, but yeah, I. Well, I'd be happy if he could. <laughs> Maybe give you guys an explanation why he hates AEW and refuses to watch it. So maybe that that's a future episode in mind. <coughs> but anyway, Chris Jericho does a gourd buster on the ropes to Ricky Starks, uh, which knocks Ricky's. Oh um no uh he, that gourd buster didn't knock him. Um, gourd buster made him stand on the apron then Jericho knocked him down and then the fans booed Jericho taunted um, I, I guess they got back in the ring uh, Jericho threw some punches in the corner 
Ricky Starks did some chops. Um, Jericho does something looks like a a double hook Ushi Goroshi. Uh, and by the way, um, that's what I think Okada did last week in Battle of the Valley, or actually three weeks ago. What he did on Battle of the Valley, um, he did a Ushi Goroshi on Tanahashi, but now I'm confused. I'm thinking it's Tanahashi who did that. Uh, but anyway, um, he uh, Jericho mock slaps Ricky Starks. Ricky throws some punches. Jericho does a hammer throw, and he does a nice. He 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 jumped on the. They were in the. He was in the ring. Then he jumped on the rope. Then he kicked Ricky Stark, who was uh, on the apron um, left on of Jericho, which was nice. And then uh, he, uh, by the way, Ricky Starks was selling his ribs because I think before, sometime before uh, the JAS or Jericho himself beat up Ricky Starks, and now he had that bad, um, that bad, yeah, uh, yeah. Fucking Jake Hager put him through a fucking table. <laughs> Yeah. Fuck out of here. Jake Hager, get off my fucking TV. You're a nominee already, and you're not even on the show. Yeah, with that Jesus purple Christ. hat of his. <laughs> um, Jericho does a baseball slide drop kick to Ricky Stocks' bad ribs. Uh, they got back in the ring. Uh, the people chanted alternating. Let's go, Ricky Y2J. Um, chance. Uh, Jericho did a abdominal stretch and was talking shit. Ricky Starks escapes. He did a weird clothesline. Um, did a DDT for a two count. They f had a fight at the turnbuckle. Ricky Starks did, tried to do a frog splash, but then, um, Jericho did a mid-air knee to his ribs. Jericho did a Death Valley driver for a two-count. Did a chop. Did another hammer throw. Tried to hit the code breaker, but then Ricky Starks countered with a power bomb. And he got a near fall. He tried to hit Rochambeau, but um, Jericho escaped. And then Chris Jericho hit the code breaker for a two-count. They replayed that spot, and then after that, they had a kneeling one-two exchange. Um, they ducked and dodged, and then um, Ricky Starks did a spear for a two-count. They had another Y2. The fans again chanted, alternating, let's go, Ricky, Y2J. Ricky Starks did a drop kick. Um, Jericho put in the walls of Jericho. Um... <coughs> then Ricky reversed and did a single leg crab. Then Sammy Guevara came in. Uh, by the way, JS was supposed to be banned from ringside. But then um, Action Andretti came in and uh, intercepted and beat him up. Then uh, Jericho hit Ricky in the ribs with Floyd. I don't know if he still calls his bat that. Um, you know, I... I knew from a couple years ago he used to call his bat Floyd. I don't know if he still does. Um, but then uh, Jericho tries to hit the Judas effect. But then Ricky Socks blocks 
blocked it and he did Rochambeau for the win. And I said at the end, nice opening match, the right guy won and this was a decent length. I gave Rastlin an 8 and Logic an 8. What did you think about this match, Ben? Oh, um, I gave a rating for this match. Uh, let me get my notes here. Um, I gave this a seven and a half, and Logic probably a five. Because first of all, why did why did Sammy Guevara come out? Number two, um, Audrey Edwards were counting relatively uh, hesitantly on this uh, on this first match. She was counting very slow, counting one, two, and then he kicks out. It's one thing, like, I know why the referees count slow, but once again, on this show, no, you should be counting normal, you know, count one, and then two, and then, yeah, but other than that, uh, this was a good match, though, uh, I can't complain, but other than that, I mean, I gotta, I gotta give a thumbs down on that uh, Sammy Guevara spot, because that was stupid, because remember, they're banned from ringside. So shouldn't there be security um, referees holding back the Jericho Appreciation yeah, Society? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I don't know how he got out there. They should have been referees at the entrance that he didn't come out. Or he probably fought them off. Uh, Jake Hager would be more inclined to fight them off. I don't think Sammy Guevara, the guy like, at his size, would do. Unless the uh, security guards are wimps or Gilbert ass security cards uh, but anyway um, let's go to the next match which was the final burial match between Jungle Boy Jack Perry and Christian Cage uh, I don't know why this had to be a burial match they didn't even bury each match. other. They put each other in the, the coffin and then slammed the lid. That's it. <laughs> Not even a match. Yeah, I'm just giving explanation. Uh, then, uh, I'll, I'll try to give an explanation here. I'll try to give an explanation. Um, it was a casket match. Um, I, I don't think they had time to, like, they wanted to use the dirt as, like, Hey, you know, you gotta sell the dirt all of a sudden. You know, they they didn't bury they didn't bury the like the dirt with the casket. They just yeah. If they they, they just put the other guy in the casket. That would be, I mean, I don't know why it was this a casket match. I would have been fine if this was a no holds barred match. Yeah, I would have been fine so. if this was no holds barred or yeah. last man standing. Yeah, last man standing would have been a bit better. Oh, yeah, well, never mind. Uh, this match starts. They go straight for each other. Um, Jungle Boy does a takedown, throws some punches. Fight on the outside. Christian Cage runs into the crowd. He runs up the stairs. They fight up the stands. Uh, Jungle Boy poured beer on Christian Cage. They fought back towards the ring. Then they fought up the ramp. Got back in the ring. Then... Jungle Boy bit Christian Cage in the corner, punched him in the corner. Christian Cage threw some punches, stretched the arms. He talked shit. People trying to fuck you, Christian. Um, then um, Jungle Boy did a dive. More fighting on the ringside. 
Jungle Boy slammed uh, Christian Cage again at the, against the steel steps. Uh, that looked like again at steel steps to me. And then um, people trying to fuck him up. Jungle Boy, fuck him up. Fuck him up, Jungle Boy. Fuck him up. And then um, Jungle Boy tries to jump on uh, Christian Cage's arm. He had uh, the arm like this on the on the uh, steel step. And he tried to stomp on it, but then uh, <laughs> then Christian Cage literally counted it and um, made him fall on the back of his head, and which was brutal. Then um, literally Christian Cage. Acted like Jungle Boy's mom and whipped him with a belt uh, in front of his family, of course, his mom and his sister. They fought up the ramp. Then Christian Cage choked Jungle Boy with the belt. They, uh, they are at the coffin now. And then uh, Christian Cage opens the coffin with steel chairs inside. They try to put each other inside the coffin. Uh, Jungle Boy did a dive off the stage. They replayed that spot. Uh, Christian Cage did a low blow. Uh, and he smashed Jungle Boy against the coffin. He dropped him in the coffin. But then um, Jungle Boy was like this. I'm not gonna close a lid on me. And that type of shit. Um, they fought out the coffin. Spot, by the way. Yeah, it's kind of weird, but whatever. Um, Jungle Boy fights his way out of the coffin. Then uh, Christian Cage threw dirt into his eyes. Uh, But he tried to do a concerto, but then he missed. Uh, Then um, Jungle Boy whacked Christian Cage with a shovel. Um... And then uh, Christian Cage choked him with the shovel. Uh, then Jungle Boy reversed. Um, Christian Cage missed the shovel shot. Then um, Jungle Boy did the snare trap with the shovel between Christian Cage's teeth. He did a concerto, dumped Christian Cage in the coffin. Then he closed the lid. For the win, I gave Rasson a 7.5 and Logic a 7. Man, I I didn't really care for this feud. They've been feuding since what July? Uh, that's when the uh, that's the first time I saw them feuding. Um, but I, well, I didn't. But care. nah, it, they've been feuding way before July. They were feuding. They were feuding in May. Because if you remember, uh, Christian, if you remember, Christian Cage attacked Jungle Boy. And then he recruited Luchasaurus with him. Uh, so that's what happened. Yeah. Um, first of all, I, I necessarily do not. I don't know why was this a casket match, but um, it was what it was. I gave this match a seven. Um, I gave this match a seven and logic probably I'll give it a seven. Um, by the way, your referee for this match was Stefan Smith, who, by the way, refereed three matches on this show. <laughs> Uh, Ben's Fuck. favorite. Get Stephon Smith out of here, please. <laughs> See this man. Man, oh my God. I can't say nothing, but God, get him out of here. 
Damn. <laughs> uh, anyway, let us go to the next match, which is for the AEW World Trios Championship. The elite consisting of Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks, who are the champions, versus the House of Black consisting of Malachi Black, Brody King, and Buddy Matthews. They were with uh, Julia Hart, I believe. And the elite was with uh, Brandon Cutler and Michael Nakazawa. Oh, boy. Man, I'm glad I don't watch AEW because those two would be straight up get off my TV material. They probably are even for me. Um, they are yeah. anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't matter. They are. Yeah. Cabo's favorite team, the elite. We're on this show. Well, I don't watch AEW, so I don't wouldn't really say get up. And I and w when I hear from Roundup, I don't hear them that they're on AEW too much. Um, they're not really on TV that much, from what I hear on the Roundup. Um, <coughs> but yeah. Anyway, uh, it's Kenny Omega and Buddy Matthews who start up. Uh, they lock up. They do sort of technical wrestling. Uh, then um, Malachi Black made a tag. They locked up. Uh, Kenny blocked a leg kick. By the way, this is not going to be complete notes. Because some of this action was way too fast for me to take notes. Um, it, Kenny uh, blocked a leg kick. Uh, he did an arm drag. There I said it's too fast to take notes. And then Matt Jackson tagged in. Then Brody King tagged in. Um, Matt Matt tried to chicken out. Uh, then um, Matt Jackson and Brody King played cat and mouse. Nick Jackson made a tag. Um, then the young both the young bucks. Matt and Nick did a double drop kick. Then um, Brody King. Clears the ring, and then um, they had a uh, a three six, which is basically a one two times three because this is a trios match. Each of them had a one two, and that makes three six. Uh, so you can do the match there. Um, then again, there I said too fast to take notes. Brody King did a chop. Kenny did a hurricane runner. He did a dive, two dives on this um, on this show Nick Jackson did a 450 splash on Brody King for a one count uh, Brody King destroyed the elite there was a big fight on the outside Brody King did a on Kenny while sitting who was sitting on a chair he beats up Nick Jackson in the ring Buddy Matthews um, made the tag Nick Jackson hit an insiguri. Brody King tagged back in. Then um, Nick was trying to tag out because um, the elite got demolished and beaten up and sent to the outside. Um, he does a spinning kick and then Kenny makes a warm tag. Uh, I'll, I'll rate, um, you know, like hot tags from cold to hot. This is like a warm tag. Uh, like it wasn't necessarily a hot 
tag, but we don't see much hot tags, like proper hot tags. We see like cold tags or like warm tags, lukewarm tags like this, what Kenny did. There was a lot of... There was a lot of that um, in this match. There was a lot of warm tags, but there wasn't like a hot tag. I mean, that's fine. But, uh, I mean, just as long as it leads to something bigger. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, to be fair, this match was way too fast for me to review. Rick Knox was the goddamn referee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That doesn't help. <laughs> well, he, by default, he he referees elite matches because they're his favorite referee. He is their favorite referee. Um, Dude is the biggest elite mark I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> yeah, Holy shit. yeah. And then um, Kenny did like a rolling forearm fireman's carry slam. He had him like in the fireman's carry, then he did like a forward roll and dropped him like that. I don't know. That might have a name, but uh, I'm not completely sure. Ah. Uh. Finley used to do that back in the day too. Yeah. Finley, um, Sheamus did it back. In, Sheamus did it when he was a. Uh, Sheamus did it when he was what U.S. champion. He was uh, he did that fireman's carry with the roll. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He they used to do that. So there you go. Call it a roll. Just call it a rolling fireman's carry. That's not that. That's all that matters. Yeah, I'll just call it that for now, till somebody corrects me on that. Um, Buddy Matthews did a drop kick. Um, I don't know on who. Who when did Buddy? Oh, they um, probably drop kick Kenny. Um, Matt Nick super kick Buddy Matthews and Malachi Black, respectively, uh, and simultaneously. I might add, Brody King missed the cannonball. Kenny did a V trigger to the back of. Brody King's head for a two count. Brody King did a big lariat. They laid down selling. Um, then um, Buddy Matthews made a tag. I thought he was already. It was Brody King who was previously tagging. Well, that's a problem with these tag team matches. I don't know who tags in, who tags out. I don't take notes properly of that. So that's probably my fault. Um, Anyway, um, Buddy Matthews makes a tag, and then he um, tags um, Malachi Black. They try to triple-team Kenny, but uh, Nick Jackson comes to the rescue. Black kicks Nick. Um, He did a leaping knee strike on Kenny, which was nice. Did a figure four through the knee. Then uh, Matt Jackson broke the submission with an elbow. Um, Matt Jackson did a slice bread on Buddy Matthews, which was nice. Uh, and then I said, did too much happening. And then um, Black and Kenny was slugging it out. They laid down selling. And then Julia Hart made the distraction. Um, Kenny was trying to hit the ropes, but then Julia Hart stood there. Um, I thought she would spit like Black Mist or something like that. That's what I expected to do um and Brody King did a rear naked choke on Nick Jackson Matt Jackson did, did two super kicks and then um Kenny did two snap dragon suplexes 
Chula Hart distracted Kenny. That's when he tried to hit the ropes, uh, but then, um, yeah. And I think the first time uh, Julia Hart distracted Nick Jackson, I think. Yeah, I'm pretty. Yeah, he did. She did. Um, and then uh, Kenny accidentally V-triggered Julia Hart. Um, Brody King or whoever it was dodged uh, the V-trigger and then he hit. <laughs> um, I almost said Jamie Hader because it's the same initials as Jamie Hader. We'll get to her. Um, Kenya accidentally V-triggered Julia Hart. Then um, Black hit Black Mass for a near fall. Called it a back heel kick, which is such a boring. I'm calling it Black Mass. I don't know about you, Ben. Um, then uh, Nick Jackson breaks a pin. House of Black hit Dante's Inferno for a near fall um, but then Matt Jackson broke it up Kenny was singled out the Bucks did a super kick party Matt Jackson made a tag they hit the BTE trigger but then buddy they all shouted BTE trigger and I was now I'm thinking back to uh, Wrestle Kingdom when when Kenny said backbreaker, boom, and then that made me think. Now, oh, that's probably a thing they do usually. The elite, um, and then um, Nick uh, hit a gumming Geary on Buddy Matthews. Young Bucks tried to hit the Melcher driver, but then uh, Buddy Matthews countered. Black hit finally hit Black Mass, and then they all hit Dante's Inferno for the win. Um, uh, this was a decent match, but too much happened too quickly. Um, it, it was all over the place. I couldn't digest it. I couldn't take notes. Like, yeah, uh, it was just non-stop action, which I guess if people like that stuff, that's what they like and that's fine. Um, I gave Rasson a 6.5 and Logic a 5. What did you think about this match, Ben? Okay, well, um, I'm going to talk about the tree. I've the house belts, and they uh, won the belts sorry, on the show. Re, so. re, re, repeat what you said. It kind of lagged out. All right. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear. So the House of Black um, winning the trios belts, um, it was a good thing. I'm glad they won. I'm happy for the House of Black. Um, I don't know why there was no bill for this match. I mean, to be fair, the House of Black, they were going to face the Elite before the all-out bullshit happened. So, I mean, I see why they won it here. But at the same time, House of Black, with the way with the way they're um, putting the... They have the Elite and the House of Black. I feel like they're going to do something interesting, but I don't know if the House of Black going to hold them that long. I hope they do. I hope they have a long title reign with those uh, trios championships. Um, I gave this match a 6. Logic, I also gave it a 5. I actually wrote it down in my notes. I gave it a 5. Uh, this match was a little too fast for me, though, because like um, there was you know a lot of tags, 
I mean, there's a lot of there was a lot of tags in this match. I mean, that's fine, but I mean, no, you gotta make the right tags. You know, you can't just go in and out. You know, like Top Flight or fucking um, JAS do. You know, in their matches, you can't go. You know, that quickly. You know, you gotta make the right tags, and um, that's that. But um, House of Black won the match, and the right guys won, in my honest opinion. I thought this was a good match. All right then, that's good. And now the next match for the AEW Women's Championship match. Um, well, this is an AEW Women's Championship match between the champion Jamie Hayter versus Soraya versus Ruby Soho. Um, uh, they saw the match. Jamie Hayter went straight for Soraya. She did a clothesline on Ruby Soho, Soraya, and um, Jamie Hayter fought on the outside. <coughs> Ruby did a drop kick. They fought in the crowd. They got back in the ring. Soraya beat up Jamie Hayter. Uh, she did knee strikes on the apron. They, there was a struggle at the apron, and then Jamie Hayter hit a urinagi on the apron. Ruby Soho did a crossbody on Jamie Hayter. Did a Russian leg sweep for a two count. Ruby hit a, a put in a headlock. Uh, Soraya tried to break it up, but then uh, uh, anyway, uh, Jamie Hayter escaped. Uh, she did a double suplex on Soraya and Ruby Soho. I almost said riot. Um, she did a lariat on both of them. For a two count each. And then after that, Soraya did this move. Which kind of looked like a twisting neck breaker. But it wasn't like a twisting neck breaker. I can't even remember from which. She went on. She went the side on of Jamie Hayden. And then slammed her. Went down the side of her. And I'm not. I have no idea what the move is called. Like, um, was it a Russian leg sweep? No, it wasn't a Russian leg sweep. Uh, that was something else. I mean, I thought it, I thought it was a neck breaker myself, but I was like, eh. I was like, you know what? At least it was a move. At yeah. least she did it. It was a nice move. I wish I knew the name though. Um, then uh, Ruby Soa did a Saito suplex on Soraya. Jamie Hayter did a hate break on Ruby. Then they had a one-two-three exchange. No, because there's three women and they're punching each other and shit. Um, Jamie Hayter and Ruby both hit Soraya. She told them, stop! Which I kind of thought was weird, but whatever. Then they beat her up some more. Um, Ruby Soho hit a hurricane run on Jamie Hayter for a two-count. Jamie Hayden and Ruby struggle at the turnbuckle. Soraya joined in and then we had, oh, here we go. Another Tower of Doom, superplex, powerbomb, combo, all that shit. Soraya got a two count. Um, then uh, Soraya had some kind of submission on Ruby. Then I wrote there, help me Excalibur. What is this woman doing? Please tell me. You're supposed to be the wizard of wrestling and you know what moves people are doing and what matches they've been in before and where and when 
PWG and all that shit. Wade, help me, please. Did he wait? Did he call him? Wait, when did he say he was the Wizard of Wrestling? No, I'm just saying that I don't know if he calls himself that. I'm just saying. Um, hope not. <laughs> I hope not. Oh, oh yeah. Does, doesn't Chris Jericho oh, call man. himself that or something? Yeah. Um, yeah. But at least it's entertaining. I mean, at least it's something. Yeah. Anyway, um, Jamie Hayter did a lariat to break it. Uh, Tony Storm distract the ref. Um, Jamie Hayter knocked her down. Soraya did a pump handle brain bust on Jamie Hayter for a two count, which was nice. Man, Soraya did very little, but the little that she did was pretty crazy. <laughs> She's so innovative. By the way, who was the referee for this? I don't know actually. I mean, I don't mean to cut you off. I I don't know who's a referee. I I, I clearly didn't oh. say. Um, I mean, I know. Look, this was a. I mean, this was a three way match, but it was like, I mean, why do you have to distract the ref? It's no DQ, no countouts. Why do you have to distract the ref? Britt Baker, why do? You, why she have to distract the ref? That yeah, was Britt Baker also did that. Um, then they as dumb. He, Paul Turner, I believe, was the referee. I think, yeah, he might have been. I think he was. Oh, fuck. <laughs> uh, I, and, and then, as you said there, Ben, I wrote there, Britt Baker argued with the referee. Uh, then Ruby Ride hit. Oh, sorry, Ruby Soho. Did Destination Unknown on Soraya. <laughs> Jamie Hayter broke the pin. Then uh, Jamie Hayter and Ruby had a one-two exchange. Jamie Hayter went from went for the Hater aid on Ruby. She missed and hit Soraya. Ruby so- Soho did a roll-up on Jamie Hayter for a two-count. Uh, they made back-to-back pin attempts. Jamie Hader rolled up Ruby for the three count and the win. Then uh, Tony Storm went and beat up Jamie Hader. They had a big fight. And then Ruby Wright, uh, they cleared the ring. And then it was Ruby Wright and Ruby Soho and <laughs> Jamie Hader standing in the ring. They raised each other's hand. And then... Uh, Ruby Soho hits no feature on Jamie Hayter. Uh, she does Destination Unknown on Brit. Um, she sp- sprays an L on Brit and Jamie Hayter. Wow, that's a one-way ticket to skin cancer land. Um, and she's joined Team WWE, the, which they, WWE... Or, which AEW calls the Outsiders, and <laughs> Team AEW is um, the homegrown guy, the homegrown women, I should say. I gave yeah. Rasslin the eight and Logic a six. What did you think about this match, Ben? I thought this was a good match. I thought this was a good match. Um, was this the second best match of the night? No. But I will say they had a very good match. Um, I gave this match seven and a half and Logic a seven. First of all, I got something to talk about here. Ruby Soho turning heel. Um, I'm not too sure about that. Because she hasn't... Okay. 
Number one, the spray painting shit, that gotta go. Expeditiously. Get that shit off TV. I don't know who advocates for that garbage. Get it out of here. It sucks. Number two, I'm not too sure about Ruby Soho turning heel yet. I've watched it five times in a row. I was trying to figure out, why did she turn heel? I mean, to be fair, um, Ruby Soho has always hated Jamie Hayter, if I'm not mistaken. So I understand why. Why did she attack Britt? That was my question, because Britt's a heel, right? So I was a little bit confused. And um, Jamie Hayter, I felt, was... and. Britt Baker, I felt they were like baby faces. I didn't know if they were heels or baby faces. They seemed like baby faces to me. They were getting cheered. Yeah, they were getting. Jamie Hayter had a huge ovation when she came out. Yeah, they were cheering her. Um, but yeah, that's. I guess that's. I'm a bit it. lost on that. I'm a bit lost in that Ruby Soho. Um, people are calling it, oh, she turned heel. How did she turn heel? We don't know who the fuck the heel babyfaces are. How the fuck she turned heel? This is like fucking Jey Uso with Sami Zayn, which we'll talk about in the future. But, but Jesus Christ, we don't know who the fucking babyface is. This fucking heel turn, people are calling this, oh, oh my God, Ruby Soho has turned heel on Jamie Hayter. Jamie Hayter's a heel. What the hell are y'all talking about? I'm not fucking dumb. Am, am I? Am I? Am I going? Am I going insane here? What is going on? Uh, that Christ. I, I can't answer that because I don't know what's myself going on here. And then next match. This was great. The Texas Death Match. Although we're not in Texas, very far away from great. Texas. Uh, John Moxley <laughs> versus Hangman Adam Page. And then I noticed um, Hangman Page's entrance music was Ghost Rider in the Sky. And I was like, oh, that's nice. And then um, he jumped Moxley before the bell. They started the match officially. They fought in the crowd. People trying to cowboy shit. Cowboy shit. They fought at the outside. For that ringside, got back in the ring. They exchanged chops. One to exchange. Moxley did a forearm. Hangman lay selling. Uh, Moxley grabbed the barbed wire. Hangman resisted. And then he raked it on Moxley's head. It stomps on the corner. And then he wrapped the barbed wire on the f around his foot. Moxley did some ground punches. He wrapped hands. He wrapped his hand with the barbed wire. He punched Hangman with it. Took a fork. Put Hangman in the triangle. Stabbed him with a fork. Running knee strikes. Stabbed him again with the fork. Took chairs. Took chair wrapped in barbed wire. Put it between ropes and turnbuckle. He slammed Hangman into it. And then oh, they replayed that spot. People trying to A-E-Dub. A-E-Dub. Um, Moxie put in a single leg crab on the on the um, barbed wire chair. He stomped on Hangman's face. She smashed him with the barbed wire chair. 
they took out more chairs. People saying, we want tables. Well, uh, they did get tables. He wrapped barbed wire around the chairs. And then um, he punched um, Moxley through some punches in, in the corner. He bit Hangman. Hangman did a powerbomb on the chairs, which is nice. They replayed that spot. They were laying, selling. Hangman did a kick to the back of Moxley's head. Wrapped himself in barbed wire. He hit a Orihara moonsault on the outside. Moxley got back in the ring. Hangman uh, took a table with uh, barbed wire glued on the top. They got back in the ring. Then Moxley did a cutter. People trying to we won tables. Then um, Moxley took out bricks and a chain. So all of a sudden this is now a dog collar match. He crushed Hangman's hand with the bricks. He he put his hand in like a brick sandwich. Uh, and then jumped on the bricks. That was nasty. Um, uh, my gosh. Did a package power driver on the chain. They replayed that spot. Moxley did a kick. Um, he hogtied Hangman. Put in the cross face. Uh, sorry. My nose was tingling. I felt like I was finna sneeze. Uh, where was I now? Hangman bit Moxley's thumb. He flipped him off. Slapped him. Moxley took two chairs. He made a barbed wire bridge. Um, he stood on the hangman's bad hand. Which he stomped on with the bricks. And then. Um, hangman did a back suplex. And then a lariat. Which is nice. They laid down selling. People tried This is awesome. Uh, then hangman wrapped his forearm. With a barbed wire. Um, he did two rolling forearms. Moxley did a big boot, two of them. Uh, Hangman did a fallaway slam on the barbed wire chair. Uh, did a dead eye on the barbed wire chair. Then they laid down some people trying to, holy shit, holy shit. Um, Moxley left the ring. Hangman did a crossbody on the barbed wire board at the at ramp I said wrap him there I didn't bother to correct it I replayed that spot uh, there was a struggle at the turnbuckle and then uh, Moxley literally raped like scratched Hangman's back that was ugh <laughs> then Hangman did it back to him and then Moxley um, raked Hangman's back with the barbed wire. He sent he he sent Hangman onto the barbed wire board at ringside. They replayed that spot. Then Hangman almost got counted out. Um, and yeah, I'll speak about that in just a second. Moxley hit a King Kong lariat. Um. He kicked Hangman. They had a one-two exchange. Hangman did a nice lariat. 
Moxley countered the back buckshot lariat. He hit the Death Rider, which he formerly known as Paradigm Shift. Did a curb stomp on the brick. Rear naked choke. They grabbed both ends of the chain. Hangman did a lariat with the change. Change. Chain. Uh, put in a rear naked choke. Moxley escaped with a low blow. Hangman smashed him with the brick. Buckshot lariat. Clothesline. Over the top rope. Choked Moxley out with the chain. Uh, around the neck and over the rope. And yeah. Um, <laughs> I said there Moxley. Basically won by DQ. Because referee Paul Turner. Who refereed this match. Hesitated on the 10 count. He was like. Nine. And then he waited like five seconds. Then um, Hangman got back in the ring. So I thought um, Moxie won by count out. Uh, and then Josh clarified that uh, that uh, the count out is not part of the DQ. I gave Rasson an eight. And for that part, I gave Logic a four. What did you think about the smash, Ben? Okay. I got to talk about, okay, this was a great match. This was the second best match in the entire show. Yeah. In my honest opinion. Now, the way that they did everything was cool. Like, like they actually beat the hell out of each other. And I yeah. thought, I thought legitimately John Moxley was hurt and everything, you know, like, you know, it's one thing to have a Texas death match. It's another thing to hurt your opponent, you know, and. Um, they did pretty good in this match. I thought this was cool, and um, yeah, this was a good match. I can't have any. I don't have any complaints about this match whatsoever, except Paul Turner probably, and that's about it. But other than that, uh, wrestling eight logic, give it a six. It's the best I can give. Mm-hmm. Then the next match on this show for the TNT Championship. The Ring of Honor World TV Champion Samoa Joe, who's a TNT champion as well, versus Wardlow, who had his hair cut. Um, if you listen to the roundup or you actually watch Dynamite or Rampage or whatever they talked about that on, uh, they started the match. Wardlow went straight at Joe. They fought on the outside, got back in the ring. Joe, Samoa Joe. Hanged Wardlow's neck across the rope. Uh, and then he did a dive. And that's three dives on this show. They replayed that spot. More fighting on the outside. Got back in the ring. Joe did some punches in the corner. Um, Wardlow did some kind of moonsault. I wasn't completely sure. Um, did shoulder rams in the corner. People trying to Wardlow. Or low, uh, hammer throw, grounded punches. Um, a suplex. So, what was that? Wardlow did a suplex, did elbow strikes, a standing elbow, sliding elbow drop, did a chop. <laughs> Running close on in the corner. He cho- uh, sorry, I'm yawning. Uh, uh, I'm usually in bed by now because uh, 
It's 9 p.m. where I'm at. Uh, half past nine where I'm at. Uh, and yeah, I'm just kind of falling asleep now. So that's a sign that we should wrap this thing up ASAP. But anyway, uh, we will continue. Um, Wardlow does a running clothesline in the corner. Choke Joe on the ropes. Uh, Joe does a kick to the inside of the knee. And then, <laughs> bro, did uh, Kazuya Mishima's front leg sweep. Um, <laughs> and I was like, hey, yo. He did a move from Tekken. And I was like, that was so cool and yeah um joe threw some punches and then he did a urinagi which was a counter to wardlow's running clothesline in the corner does some kicks wardlow has a bad leg now um and he's selling that then they have a one two exchange joe puts in the leg lace got a rope break um, through more jabs, Wardlow did a spine buster. He did an F10. He almost missed a senton atomico for two count. Um, his body missed, but his head just barely touched Samoa Joe. Um, <coughs> they replayed that spot. Joe put in the coquina clutch. Uh, Wardlow got a rope break. Joe did a, D a Death Valley driver for a two count. They struggle at the turnbuckle. And Wardlow did a power bomb. Um, Joe did a haymaker lariat. People telling Joe, 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 Joe. Um, Joe tried to hit um, power bomb symphony. Wardlow did a hit butt. And then he put in the coquina clutch to win the TNT title, which he held for three days. And then Will Hobbs beat him on Dynamite. I gave Rasson a 6.5 and Logic a 6. What did you think about this? I also movie? gave this the same rating you gave it. Ah. I gave it the same rating you gave it. 6.5 and, and 6. I don't understand why Small Joe had to lose in his own finishing move. Yeah, I understand that. why Danielson tapped out in the main event. But, but I mean... Samoa Joe should have lost in this move. Yeah, I didn't get that either. That was weird. Especially since it doesn't look like they're feuding again. Why would he take his finisher? And, uh, and be, he, Joe would obviously be like, what the fuck? This nigga just beat me with my own move. So now I want to get a shot back at him. So uh, whatever. It was what it was. But something that was what it was. And it sucked is what it was. Uh, for the AEW World Tag Team Championship. The Guns. Austin and Colton Gunn. The champions versus the acclaimed. Assisting of Max Caster and Anthony Bowens. Um, Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal. Oh, by the way. Let, uh, let me say this. Let me do this now. The Guns, who are the champions consisting of Austin Guns still employed, Colton Guns still employed, versus the acclaimed consisting of Max C 
Lancaster still employed, and Anthony Bowen still employed, versus Jeff Jarrett still employed, and Jay Lethal still employed, versus the AEW All-Atlantic Champion Orange Cassidy, who's still champion and who's still employed, versus Danhausen still employed. I said nope. Zero rating automatically. After that, FTR came out and they beat up the guns and I said, good. They need to be squashed in 30 seconds at double or nothing. Whenever the next tag team title match between FTR and the guns are. Um, and yeah, Ben, I'm sure you have some strong feelings about this match. Yeah, no ready. <laughs> Moving on. All right, then. <laughs> oh, a lot less what I thought you say. All right, then. Now, the main event. Um, in a 60-minute Ironman match for the AEW World Championship, MJF, the champion, versus Brian Danielson, uh, the challenger. Uh, ben, would you mind... Giving us the notes for this. <laughs> so I take a little power nap. Um, okay, I'll talk about... I'm not going to go for this match move for move because I I advocate for all of you to watch it. Um, I'm just going to go over the falls here. Uh, I have it right here. Okay, so here are the first falls. Uh, Brian Danielson got a pinfall after 25 minutes with the Utsaku knee. Then MJF was DQ'd um, after he hit a low blow. Um, so it was 2 nothing Brian Danielson. And then MJF pinned him twice in within a matter of three seconds because of a, a roll-up. Actually, MJF hit him with something, and then he pinned him twice. Um, and then MJF hit the heat sneaker, uh, power driver. It was 3-2. Brian Danielson was 3-3. And... There was five minutes left. Um, this went 65 minutes, not 75 minutes. I apologize. I said earlier it was 75. It was 65. And LaBelle Lock, MJF, makes Danielson tapped out in his own move. Um, rating for this match, 9. Logic, 9. Which was the best match on this entire show. It leaps and bounds. Damn. Hey, that's, that's nice. Yeah. Um, what I did watch was fine. Uh, I'm not gonna give a rating because I didn't. Um, I didn't hear. I, 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 no, I didn't hear. I didn't watch the match fully, so yeah, uh, it wouldn't do any justice for me to give a half-ass rating for only half of a match that I watched. But yeah, um, yeah, this was a decent pay-per-view. Uh, overall, wrestling, it's a seven. Uh, logic a six. Um, yeah, I, I just hope Double Nothing is a bit better than this. I hope they book this better than Revolution has been booked. Um, and Ben, uh, what are your thoughts of this show overall? Uh, I gave Rassin for this pay-per-view 8, and Logic, I gave it a 7. All right. Yeah, this was a very good pay-per-view. I thought this was okay. Um, I had a couple of problems with the referees being involved in some spots. Obviously, you know, I, I don't hate the ref. I don't hate referees. People think I hate the referees. No, I don't. 
It's just some of the referees refuse to do their goddamn job. That's what I'm mostly angry about. It's not like I hate, for instance, like, people think I hate Chad Gable now. I don't hate Chad Gable. Like, in the ring, I don't hate Chad Gable. But, like, his character is a little bit questionable because it's not going anywhere. That's why you may, you may see me rag on Chad Gable a little bit, but I don't hate Chad Gable in the ring. He's a very good wrestler. But, again, as I said, his character is, is on and off for me. Depends on how you, like, do the character. But other than that, I don't hate these people. I hate the way they're being booked. For instance, Wardlow. Um, Wardlow losing the TNT title literally 24, afters, 24 hours after he, he, he had the belt stolen. And then they had a match. And it almost almost like a makeup match for Wardlow. I don't understand. But, but at the same time, it was what it was. It happened. And I can't say nothing about it. But other than that, this was a very good pay-per-view. Uh, check out the main event. Check out Texas Deathmatch. Um, check out the um, opening match if you guys want a palate cleanser, whatever. And check out the trios match on this show. Other than that, a very good pay-per-view. Yeah. Maybe AEW's best pay-per-view since, um, honestly, All Out. You guys remember? Before the All Out bullshit, All Out was one of the best pay-per-views, like, all last year. So, yeah. Yeah, that's good. Um, yeah, but thank you guys for listening to uh, this episode. And uh, please bear with me. I apologize for my sleepiness on this episode. Uh, I, all right. Yeah. I, it's all right. As long as, we re- as long as we reviewed the show, that's all that matters. Yeah. All I, right, Cabo. Um, I slept early last night. I slept about 10, 10 p.m., uh, 9.30 so yeah I always try to sleep early these past few days get, uh, cause I, I ain't trying to sleep at like 11 or 12 because then I have to be up at 6.30 in the morning um, you know to get ready and shit uh, you know for school and stuff um, so yeah um, I right. hope you guys well, um, I'm gonna well, in the meantime, um, we're going to run down the schedule. Um, I don't know if Cabo is still... Okay, Cabo, let me ask you before we go. You thought about the Clash of the Champions deal that I did back in January. What, what Clash of the Champions? One where I said I wanted to review Clash of the Champions, like have a watch along or something like that. Oh, yeah. Uh, I I think I turned that down. Um, okay, that's fair. No, yeah. no, that's that's fine. I'm not mad at you. I'm not mad at yeah. you. But, uh, yeah, if you don't want to do it, that's fine. It's okay. But anyway, that's not important. What is important is, is the roundups. Um, our next review is going to be WrestleMania. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah hopefully Josh will join it's us WrestleMania, for that. And then, yep, look out for WrestleMania. That's going to be a big show. Josh will definitely be on that show without question. I don't see a reason why he should and, not be and, on the show. And and um about WrestleMania, uh, we will split it into two parts. Um, <coughs> you know, not you. not one we will review one Friday, um, and release it on the one Sunday. Then the following week, um, we'll review night two and release it on that Sunday. Uh, it just makes it better for all of us because it's gonna be a 
big ass show and uh, we can't review both nights all at one otherwise we'd have to cut out matches um but yeah uh, we want to rest we want to review wrestlemania in its entirety completely and review all the matches and each of the nights um that it takes place and it should be fun it w that we can do it um yeah uh, that'll be our next review uh, and then after wrestlemania i'm not really sure what we'll do i guess I'm um i believe it's wrestlemania backlash i believe it's wrestlemania and then wrestlemania backlash yeah oh, pardon me it's not wrestlemania backlash they took it off they took it off wrestlemania it's no longer wrestlemania backlash it's backlash it's just thank backlash. god triple h made the right decision thank you i'm sure it's positive <laughs> thank god you. is backlash holy shit fucking christ what was that about was wrestlemania that? backlash I have, no clue. I have no clue i got no clue but yeah wrestlemania backlash and then in may will be uh king probably and queen double, of the ring will be dubbed on nothing King of the Ring and Queen of the Ring yeah, in, in Saudi. Jeddah. Yep. And then Double or Nothing in May. Yeah, for sure. Double so. or Nothing. We we will review that. Um, and yeah, uh, I guess that's the schedule. And maybe if any big New Japan, by the way, well, a match that I do want to see down the line. Oh. They, they were going to have it at Forbidden Door. Zack Sabre Jr. versus da da Brian Danielson. I need to see that match. If yes. That, if that match happens. Now, where would it happen, though? It can't happen at, um, we're watching. If, if we're watching. that happens, we will review that match. I need to see that match. Oh, my gosh. That could be, that's a oh. certified banger gotta, right there on name value alone. Door. Yeah, I gotta hope, be at Forbidden Door too. I hope they gotta do be. Forbidden Door this year. Maybe we can see Mercedes Monet uh, there, um, and sort yeah. of her AEW debut. Oh, I wonder who she would go up against. My, hopefully Thunder Rosa comes back, or Serena Deeb. She could even, uh, yeah, um, yeah. This yeah, is so Serena Deeb. <laughs> Uh, I, oh, hey, where, uh, oh, where has she been? Missing wrestler no alert. If you find this wrestler, please call 0800 Rope Break. Hey, 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 for all of you people working in AEW, I'm going to tell you this one time. Stay out of catering because you ain't going to be there for long. <laughs> Stay out of catering. Yeah. If you right, go everybody. in, uh, we'll see you'll y'all for WrestleMania. Uh, we'll see y'all for WrestleMania. Yeah. Uh, Mysteries of Life is in three weeks. Yeah. Mysteries of Life come out on the same day. Well, it's, it's on a Friday, April yeah. 7th, 2023. Yeah, that comes out. Uh, look up Certified Bangers. Yeah, Certified Bangers. This is the women's special. That's going to be on this Sunday, so look out for that. I'm excited to do that and uh, to once again uh, shine the light on the women within music. Um, and by the way, happy belated 
Women's Day uh, on Tuesday. And yeah, look out for Certified Bangers and Mysteries of Life on the 7th of April. Um, and uh, yeah, check out any other episodes of Rope Break. Check out the roundups. I will upload this next roundup. I think roundup number 7 it is. Uh, it's going to be a big roundup. Uh, hopefully it'll be out when you hear this. Um, but yeah, um, on behalf of uh, the main host of Life's Opening Radio, the co-producer of Life's Opening Radio Certified Bangers, a guest host on this show, Life's Opening Radio Rope Break, um, a former co-host of Wrestling and Logic, and my good friend Joshua James Jenkins, this is Carbonator and Ben Charles signing out.